This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Zombievers. You'll all be damned. Chris has 3,000 nipples in a drawer in his bedroom. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And this week, Zombie Beavers. Uh, brought to you by to uh, us, Mr. Green, I believe. Mr. Green. Thank you, Mr. Green. Long time uh, podcast uh, contributor. Yeah. And uh, big time presence on our Discord chat, which is always nice. And um, we watch Zombievers. We, no we, we watch Zombievers without Brett. Uh, yep. But I happen to know Brett's feelings on Zombievers. Well, we can, we can hear those at the end of the podcast when we give our uh, opinions on it. Our always important opinion section. Yes. Yes, The uh, where we uh, can make or break any horror movie. That's right. We control it. <laughs> we control the vertical. We have tens of listeners in the palms of our hands. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can, we can just flood theaters with air anytime we want. <laughs> but this movie, it opens up with a couple of guys in a truck full of some sort of medical waste, some kind of hazmat situation. They're having some witty banter. Yeah, I don't remember what they were talking about, honestly. But it was semi-funny. Yeah, it's fair. We we both watched this movie literally two hours ago at this point, I think. <laughs> well, but this is the beginning of the movie, so it was more like three, three and a half hours oh, ago. <laughs> fair enough. And they, um, uh, they hit a deer in the road. Well, yeah, because one's texting, and... The the passenger guy is like, uh, dude, do you see that deer? And he's like, oh, yeah, I see it. And then they slam into the deer. And he's like, I guess I didn't see it. Yeah, and apparently the deer was made out of tissue paper because that fucking thing exploded. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was like a pinata deer. <laughs> and instead of candy, it was full of gutty works. <laughs> and one of the uh, barrels full of medical waste falls out and floats down the river or retreated to the opening scene. Which is like, the credits are like this weird, like, Scooby-Doo meets James Bond kind of thing. Because <laughs> you have, like, these cartoony kind of characters running around, but then it's kind of just got that, like, James Bond credit sequence feel to it, too. Yeah, it's weird. It, it doesn't sound like that would make sense until you see it, and then you're like, no, wait, that totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> And eventually, the barrel of toxic waste ends up uh, at a beaver dam where it just spawned, or beaver lodge, where it just spontaneously springs a hole and shoots the beavers with waste. Yeah, not just waste, but like green ass green waste. Yeah, it's like what, like, uh, what, Return of the Living Dead 3 or whatever kind of situation here? Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, pardon me while someone calls my house. <laughs> yeah, Troy still lives in 1984 and has a landline, like some kind of monster. Well, hey, we find out later that landlines are very important. Thank you very much. <laughs> How apropos. Uh, of something, at least. Oh, so we meet up with uh, Team Protagonist. Yeah, the uh, the three... Three bitches. Yep. <laughs> well, actually, honestly, I only hated one of them at the beginning. Uh, that was uh, Zoe, who I referred to as human garbage. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have Blondie, who is having a bathroom cry in the men's room about her boyfriend. And then we have Nerdy Girl, who is driving them all to a cabin so they can not have boys and not have phones, because apparently that will make everything better 
for a weekend. Yeah, sometimes you just have to have not not have phones and boys. That's what I've learned. Yep. And so, and then human garbage is just kind of bitchy the whole way up. And they get to the cabin and they meet old lady from next door. Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah, because she kind of like is kind of judgy about them at first, it seems like. And then when what the human garbage girl is like, uh, we, none of us ever have, have, have had sex. Ever. And the lady's like, oh, that's fine. My daughter's a slut whore. <laughs> yeah, she's a total slut whore and will fuck literally anything. Yeah, like, I'm not always certain about the gender of the people she brings home, which is fine, because I'm a liberal woman, but, like, she just, like, really needs to, like, basically, she, her, my daughter just needs to work on her on her choice making. <laughs> so, maybe not be a total whore. <laughs> So that was kind of at least mildly entertaining because it was like, oh, yeah, my my daughter just has sex with anybody for any reason. I question her choices, but she's still my daughter and I love her. <laughs> and then we're uh, we're treated to the obligatory horror movie made after the year 2000 cell phone doesn't work scene. Yes, although I did like that human garbage literally screamed and ran out of the bathroom when she realized her phone didn't work. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty good bit. I thought you meant that we weren't supposed to use our phones, but we could still use them behind your back. Not that they wouldn't work at all. And I'm like, eh, yeah, all right, human garbage, you win this round. Yeah. And uh, so they decide to go out to the lake to go swimming, where there is a raft anchored in the middle of the lake. I would you know, argue like, that. But <laughs> Chris won't call it a raft, but he hasn't said what he would call it. Not a raft. Right. I don't know. So, I don't know what it is. Listeners, do you know what you would call a floating platform made of wood in the middle of a lake? Because I don't think it's a fucking raft, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yes, please write in and let us know. And uh, if you want to tell Chris he's wrong, uh, you'll get extra points. Yeah. Whoever emails me how wrong I am, I will read it next time. <laughs> On the air. On the air, live. Well, live when we record it, not live when you hear it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of funny, though, if you had to, like, stop in the middle of whatever you're doing and just read this letter into a phone or something. <laughs> Every time someone listened to an episode, the episode. Just broadcast it. <laughs> Yeah, suddenly Chris's life became Pontypool, and we don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, so anyway, they go to the lake, and Human Garbage is like, oh, I'm going to take my top off because I'm at a lake. Like you do. Yes. <laughs> and because movie. And then they all got the platform, and... And, uh, well, Blondie sees the beaver dam and decides she wants to go check out some sweet beavers. Yep. And they get there, and apparently the Hulk had a bukkake party uh, on the on the beaver dam because there's just green, glow, semi-glowing stuff all over it. Yeah. It's, it's real weird. They assume that it's, uh, you know, classic beaver glowing green urine. <laughs> yes and and then they see a bear and human garbage's first instinct is to cover her boobs because apparently bears want boobs oh yeah that's that's classic bear knowledge <laughs> bears love yeah, topless chicks i mean that, that's what i mean because really that's what a yogi bear was going after with the picnic baskets yeah picnic basket was a euphemism <laughs> Uh, uh, but then someone scares the bear away with a gunshot. Smythe. Because uh, no, it's Smith. With a Y. With a Y, which I assume is Smythe. Yeah, in case you ever want to write him a check. Yeah, because, you know, everybody loves a good joke about personal checks. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he was just standing there trying to make conversation until Human Garbage decided to reward him for scaring off the bear by showing him her boobs. That was kind of the vibe I got out of that scene. And he <laughs> didn't—he like, didn't seem I'm real just, happy about it, though. No, he's like, "I'm just gonna make small talk until you show me your boobs, because 
I just saved your life and told you my name. And when am I going to see your boobs? <laughs> it was kind of, <laughs> oh, you're not going to show me your boobs? Well, in that case, you should cover up, you whores. Yeah, with your tattoos and your bikinis, you fucking your, sluts. You bare belly, your bare stomachs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can see your ankles and everything. It's obscene. Yeah. But, but you're still not going to show me your boobs? Uh, okay, I'm going to leave then. So they head back to the cabin to change clothes because that's something that has to happen about every 14 minutes in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, they got some wardrobe to work through. Most of it being shorts with uh, where the legs are shorter than the inseam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, some... I'm actively wearing underpants that are longer than these girls' shorts. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is fine, but I was just like, that's an odd choice for all of them to be wearing, like, really, really, really cut off shorts. Yeah, and as as a guy who spent his share of time out in cabins and camping and such, not exactly rolling around in the uh, wooded areas all day kind of gear, I would recommend. No, it's a good way to get ticks. <laughs> yeah, and nobody needs vagina ticks. No, although we haven't seen a movie about vagina ticks yet, so I'm sure someone will recommend one to us soon. <laughs> yeah, listeners, job number two this week for your Slaughterhouse Princess homework, find a movie about vagina ticks. I'm not <laughs> getting that in. shit in my search history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the FBI already knows too much about Chris anyway. So. Yeah, thanks to this podcast, my search history has definitely got me on some fucking government lists. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, and they play the worst game of would, or which were... Would you rather... Would you rather that has ever been invented. What was the first question was like, like, would you rather drink Coke or Pepsi? Basically, uh, yeah. kind of like level of, uh, and it was like, would you rather see your dad kill your mom or be raped by your dad while your mom watches? I'm like that, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Would you rather like, uh, eat grapes or apples? Would you rather your dad fucked you in front of your mom? Like, um, what? Would you, Chris, would you rather watch this movie or cut off your dick? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still sticking with watch this movie. Yeah, I, I expected the movie to get kind of worse than it did. So it was like, I guess, would you rather watch Dick Shark or cut off your dick? That's the question. Would you rather watch Dick Shark or have a shark bite off your dick? That's the... Uh, I already watched Dick Shark and still have a dick, so I suppose watch Dick Shark. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. So that was that was the game of Would You Rather in a nutshell. It was uh, it was off putting. Yeah, and there was like this weird aside about how nerdy girl and blonde girl had made out before, but blonde girl's like, well, it's not as fun if there aren't guys there to make jealous, which is like a weird reason to kiss someone, especially when you are. The reason you're so sad in here without a boyfriend is because your boyfriend was kissing someone else. And then you're like, well, it's not fun to kiss a girl if you're not making guys jealous. And I was like, well, it's not kind of the same thing as to what you're complaining about. No, see, because like when you kiss a girl, it's for fun. Right. Well, I'm pretty sure her boyfriend was having fun kissing someone with hair that looked eerily like nerdy girl's hair. Whoa, spoilers. I know, right? I'm Sherlock Holmes over here. <laughs> you are. You're like Ace Ventura, pet detective. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I did. Like when I, when I saw that, I turned my wife and goes, that looks like the nerdy girl's hair. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll find out about that later, though. Um, and then they hear start hearing some weird thumping outside. Yep. And it and turns out that their boyfriends have all showed up at the cabin to surprise them with Dick. And fart. Yeah. I, I know you guys might be surprised to hear this, but a movie called Zombievers has a lot of jokes about vaginas. Yes. And yes, farts for some reason. Yeah, because like, oh, it's just the wind. And one guy's like, yeah, it is. It bends over and just like rips a fart at him. Which like, hmm. is so funny if it's 1994 and I'm 14 years old. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. And we find out that uh, human garbage is dating a dude named Buck who wears like a Jane hat most of the time. His and... name's Buck, and he likes to fuck. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Uh, nerdy girl is dating a dude who looks like he came off of Dawson's Creek. He's got like blonde, spiky hair and a goatee, and actually turns out to be kind of an okay guy. And then we find out that Blondie is dating like the male version, like male human garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like, Brosef is what I called him. Like, this dude was just repulsive the entire movie. Yeah, he's not great. It was nice to have somebody worse than human garbage, though. Yeah, it was like to- it was like toxic masculinity given legs. And uh, they're all gonna head to the bone zone, I believe, is what they refer to it as. Yeah, and so yeah, so uh, nerdy girl and human garbage just promptly go off and have sex with their boyfriends, which is great because like human garbage is like getting a doggy style, and her boyfriend is like. You're way too hot for me. Like, I feel like a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the normal stuff you say when in mid-coitus. <laughs> and Nerdy Girl and her boyfriend are, like, having the bounciest sex I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, them. and apparently her vagina is about six inches higher than I have assumed it would be. Based well, on angles. That's not true, though, because we see her, like in the skimpiest bikini bottoms ever later. And, and let, I mean, her vagina is definitely not six inches higher than it should be. <laughs> well, but he thinks it is. Apparently he's just, he's just, he's going to town on that belly button. That's really what's yeah. happening. <laughs> he's tearing it up. <laughs> he's like, honey, you never get wet. Like that's my belly button. <laughs> I don't know how many times we have to go through this. Apparently 26. Yeah. And meanwhile, Blondie gives her boyfriend a nice good old knee to the dick at one point, which is pretty good. Yeah, which makes him mad at the dog. Yep, for some reason. And then she goes, and eventually everyone's done boning, and she goes to the bathroom to take a shower, and bum, 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 Zombiever comes out of the bathtub at her. Yep, and it only took 46 minutes of this one hour, 17 minute movie for the zombies really to arrive. Minutes? Yeah. I didn't check the timestamps. So. I did because I was starting to get real irritated about that point. I'm like, come on, we're the fucking zombies. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. And man, I, and I, man do the zombies look bad. <laughs> yeah, but there's something. There's something really no. beautiful about it to me, though. I'll admit. No, no, no. There's no charm to them. They're not. They're not Baltimorean beavers from Charm City. They just no. They're just really bad puppets. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate a bad puppet. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> listeners, if you know any movies about puppets killing people. You can also send those in to us for Chris's sake. Aside from the obvious Puppet Master movies, that's too easy. Well, yes. Yeah, please, we expect more of our listeners. We want some deep cuts. Yeah, don't be sending me no Puppet Master 4, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, if you could get, like, Muppets Take Hell, that would be good, though. <laughs> that would be good. I'd watch that. <laughs> um... Oh, and then so she runs out screaming like you do when you see a zombie come out of the bathtub at you. And she shuts. She has the presence of mind to shut the door, which congratulations to her. Um, and then she goes out and tries to convince them that there is a beaver, a scary beaver in the bathroom. And. Was it Buck goes in first? Yeah, and he's all like, oh, the bathroom's so scary, ooh. And then the beaver, like, jumps out at him. And he curls up in the fetal position in the corner and just screams the rest of the scene, which is really good. Yeah, that is pretty uh, good. And Dawson's Creek just grabs a baseball bat and just starts beating the living shit out of this zombie beaver. Or unliving shit, maybe, in this case. 
Yeah, and it starts spurting out bloody uh, nonsense. Yep. And so they beat it to death, put it in a garbage bag, and put it on the porch. Yep, and then they call it a night. Because apparently the trash can, which was like 50 steps away, was just too far to go. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's got to get back to the bone zone. Yeah, well, you know. And... Oh, and this is like, is this where uh, Buck proposes the safety orgy? Yeah, it's the only logical conclusion. Because, you know, you can orgy if you want to. <laughs> yeah. If your friends don't orgy, they're no friends of mine. It's of mine, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus, yeah, I was like, the safety orgy, that's a new one to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to make the next function I'm at awkward. Yeah. Uh, like Chris shows like they have like a workplace safety meeting. Chris shows up like in a condom, and that's it. They have just a what? Just a condom and a weird look. I'm like, oh wait, I'm, I thought this was about the orgy, the safety orgy. I thought no, no, no safety orgies today. Wait, huh? Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna go wait in HR. <laughs> so um. <laughs> The next day, they all go out to swim at the lake, like you do. Yep. Only everyone manages to keep all their clothes on this time. And the uh, the dead... Because apparently... Now, I guess, ladies, maybe you can uh, instruct us on this. Is it normal lady etiquette that it is okay to get topless around ladies, but not men? In my heart, I've always thought that. I mean, I feel like this goes like into the uh, the whole like pillow fight fantasy... You know, kind of so yeah. where you're like, oh yeah, you get a bunch of girls together like at, at night in their pajamas. Of course, they're gonna have pillow fights. What else would they do? <laughs> yeah, obviously, and there'll be strangely <laughs> erotic pillow fights at that. Yep. Ain't nothing sexier than a linen bag full of feathers. Yeah, but just yeah, I don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the 80s, okay? I grew up in them, but I don't understand them. This, this is a different time, Troy. Well, you know, they were my teenage years. It was a strange and confusing time. <laughs> well, I guess the late 80s were the start of my... Eh. No, the 80s were not my teens at all. So, nope. never mind. so Troy doesn't know how old he is. No, <laughs> I know when I was born. I don't know how old I am. I strangely know my death. <laughs> not my birth that, did you give up one eye so you could see the future Chris and all you could see was your death yep it was, it was a super bad decision on my part <laughs> now I have no depth perception to know when I'm gonna die it's a fucking lose lose well you're gonna die uh, trying to uh, attack a castle in the iron desert <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Anyway, <laughs> uh, Kroll Kids, check it out. It's a fun <laughs> movie. I like it. Uh, it's been a while since you plugged Kroll for no particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Zombievers. That, that's a factual statement I can get behind. <laughs> All right. Anyway. It's pretty bad I can name, like, the Iron Desert off the top <laughs> of my head. <laughs> yeah. You're the king of Kroll lore. That's all I know. <laughs> I love Kroll. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the uh, safety orgy. Oh, they're going to go swimming. Everyone keeps their clothes on. Everybody is on the raft except for Blondie. Yeah, because she's, she's a scared of the zombievers. And they're all like, get in the water. It's totally fine. And she gets in the water. And then something swims against her. And then the zombievers strike. And they chew like, off uh, Buck's foot. Yep, and honestly, like when they uh, show, when that scene happened, and he holds up this fake-looking foot, I was like, oh, for some reason he had like a fake body part in his car, and it was just totally fucking with her. And then they pull him out of the water, and nope, he's just missing his foot. <laughs> yeah, and since they spent literally the entire effect budget on beaver puppets, every other effect is the worst CG. In the history of ever. Yeah. And so the the beavers keep trying to come up through the bottom of the raft at them. And they're all freaking out. 
And so what does Mega Douche do? Well, he throws a dog for bait because beavers love dogs, I guess. Well, I mean, it's a tar- moving target for them to go after. But uh, just so you know, people uh, throwing a dog out as bait in order to save your own life makes you uh, one of the worst people ever. And uh, like I said, like I said on the uh, chat while we were watching this, uh, that dude is the worst human ever. He should die in a fire while Shinji masturbates about it. That's that's a good uh, that's a good Discord poll. Yep, there is one person who will get that joke. <laughs> Hi, dummy act. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so they inexplicably wait for the dog to be murdered before they try to run away, which seems to defeat the purpose of dog bait, but... Well, I think they were hoping that uh, Sparky would, I guess, weigh them down enough that they couldn't swim after them? I don't know. I'm so full of this tiny dog that I can't swim anymore, says the beaver. (laughs) Says the beaver. But they all uh, managed to get off the raft and get back to the house where... They change clothes and fix their hair and dry off. And Buck is laying on the couch with, uh, oh, they used a life vest to uh, to basically tourniquet his, the bottom of his leg. And it was weird because, like, you saw, like, human garbage girl, like, start undoing her bikini top. And then they're like, oh, we have a life vest. Let's use this. And then she casually just starts to tie her bikini tap top back on bef- like no- before anyone noticed. Because you know that they were good. Like, if the dude saw her take off her top, be like, yeah, let's use the bikini to tie this off. <laughs> yeah, and they said it was too small for some reason and then grabbed a smaller thing, which didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, but he's got his foot in a bag with ice that he's just kind of cradling his arms as he lies on the couch under a blanket. Yeah, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And and they uh they decide the best course of action is to wait several hours as he bleeds out on the couch and then decide to go to a hospital. Yeah. Which was questionable at best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure uh, if anyone had taken life-saving merit badge. I'm pretty sure that uh, one of the things is not wait several hours, then go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's that's first aid 101. Life-threatening injury? Ah, eh, fuck it. That's what I Take learned. A shower, get change clothes, do your hair. Yeah, sit around for a little that, bit, then go. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be you don't too scared. Scare the nurses out. when you show up. <laughs> yeah, you want to be calm, cool, and collected. Nobody's ever died from losing a limb and bleeding out. Oh wait, no, wait. That's actually the opposite of what would probably happen. Now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. So they 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 finally figure out. Uh, they try to call for help, and the phone doesn't work. Not only the does landline. the phone not work, it's because the zombievers specifically ruined the phone. Yeah, they chew through the wires somewhere, like, on the way to the cabin. <laughs> yeah. Does beavers know about phones, I guess? Zombievers do. They gain some sort of additional sentience. I don't understand they're the, it. They're the Alexander Graham Bells of the uh, animal world once they get infected with uh, medical waste. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they decide to get into the hybrid car... Which requires a certain amount of finesse to start, I guess, apparently. because Which is weird, because I drive a hybrid car, and I just push in the brake and hit the start button, and then my car starts. Yeah, that's so, mad finesse, man. Apparently, I'm just full of finesse. <laughs> I've taken the feet car finesse. And they, uh, they head off to the hospital... But are stuck because the zombie beavers have cleverly beavered out a tree to block the road. Those... Beavered out. I didn't realize that beavering was a verb. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh, and so uh, Dawson's Creek gets out to because uh, they see a pickup truck 
parked on the side of the road. So he gets out and finds an axe in there, hands it to human garbage, and tells her to stay with the car and be safe instead of, I don't know, like, cutting through the tree in front of them. Yeah. I mean, what would you do with an axe? It's not like it's designed to chop anything <laughs> specifically. Yeah. Although I did uh, I did like, though, that while they're in the car and uh, Dawson's Creek is looking around, Buck tells human garbage that he's sorry he he never ate her out. <laughs> yeah. Because that's... she made... They made some kind of joke about that earlier. <laughs> He's like, "I'll eat, I'll eat, I'll eat you all the way out." <laughs> yes, all the way, whatever that entails exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then he says, "But it smells so bad down there." <laughs> Which is, hey, way to sweet talk your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's what the ladies like, <laughs> honey. I cannot wait to eat you out, even though it smells terrible down there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me at it. I can't wait to get down into your dumpster fire nether regions. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's not gonna he's he's never gonna score again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the smartest but then, guy, but Yeah, but then there's a big crash. And you look out behind them, and a tree has been strategically dropped right on top of Dawson's It's been beavered. It was strategically beavered. (laughs) It was a smart tree that was (laughs) guided there. Yeah, the beavers have some sort of new technology in the trees out there that drop them (laughs) right on a target. Uh, but then Smythe shows up and shoots some of them in the face with a gun. Yep, and then they uh, they head back to the cabin where well, no, Smythe. They head uh, to uh, the neighbor lady's house. Oh, we forgot the we forgot the old couple. Oh yeah. <laughs> when the lady's like, it's kind of loud over there, you know, as the people are trying to defend themselves from the zombievers, and the husband's like, eh. They're probably just over there scissoring each other to Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty fucking funny. And she's like, you should go tell him to be quiet. And he's like, yeah, I really should go over there to a bunch of like to go see a bunch of nubile college girls and tell them to stop scissoring each other. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's kind of like he's kind of like, what's the worst that could happen in porn zone? <laughs> Yeah, he definitely was having some sort of pillow fight uh, fantasy going on. <laughs> well, you know, he was having a, a scissoring the Lady Gaga fantasy <laughs> going on. Uh, something about that's just real funny, and I don't know why exactly. <laughs> you know, like, of all the things, I don't know, like, there's just so much that just is incongruous enough to be funny about that comment to me. Oh, but anyway... His but dog yeah, gets so replaced by a zombie beaver. That's the important bit. Yep. And then uh, and then so Smythe and Human Garbage and Buck show up at their house. Uh, the They can't find anyone. Oh, they find the dead body of the old man next to the phone where the, again, the phone line has been chewed through. And they go upstairs and Smythe opens up the door, sees the old lady dead in the bed and just goes, okay, and closes it and goes back downstairs. Yeah, which is funny and I I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, oh yeah, then uh, Human Garbage just loading Buck's foot bag up with more ice because they have to keep it on ice. And <laughs> while he's in the middle of eating just chicken drumsticks that he found <laughs> Smythe is like I don't think when they say on ice they mean literally like in contact with ice because I'm pretty sure that will like frost burn or frostbite the, the, the tissue and she's like what so should I like wrap it in a towel? <laughs> and he's like nah just throw it away at this point you're pretty fucked yeah I mean it's like how long ago did this happen? five or six hours ago? yeah he's probably screwed anyway so yeah you can just probably get rid of that foot it's not a big deal <laughs> You want some chicken? 
<laughs> he like offers her chicken like two or three times during the conversation. Uh, I just like his complete. I just love like his completely blasé attitude to the whole thing. Like, eh, dead dude downstairs, dead lady upstairs. Hey, yeah. there's chicken in the fridge. At least we got chicken. <laughs> So meanwhile, back at the other cabin, the uh, the zombievers are kept at bay at least for now, and Nerd Girl's like, "Man, this is too much. I need to go to sleep." Well, this is and this is also after uh, Human Garbage revealed to Blondie that her that Blondie's boyfriend, uh, mega douchebag, which is probably he's probably the douchiest dude we've ever seen in a movie, uh, but. Like Ultra Douche is was had hooked the the girl he had was kissing was Nerd Girl. And so they're all three like in the cabin, left in the cabin together. And I swear to God, I was I was totally expecting Ultra Douche to be like, Well, since you both are obviously into me and I've seen you two kiss before, we should just head to the bedroom and have a threesome. You know, because we could just die at any moment. So, and I've never had one. I didn't want to die without having one. Yeah. It's on the old like, bucket list. I mean, like that is literally the, the level of douchebaggery that this dude would have aspired to. Yeah, for sure. Yep. But instead, dirty girl just goes to bed because she just can't handle. And like douchebag guy is just terrible. This entire scene. Like he's just, Ripping into the ladies nonstop, and finally, nerdy girl's like, "I'm going to bed." After and, they uh, find out that beavers are masters at tunneling, yeah, which is news to me. Yes, they're they're masters at tunnelingus. Tunnelingus, that's <laughs> nice. We're we're developing all kinds of new verbs today. <laughs> yeah, well, that's more of a that's a noun. A noun. Yes. Wouldn't you be get, be uh, doing tunnelingus? Again, you're doing is the verb. Tunnelingus is the noun. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, could someone diagram these sentences for us? I'm drunk and bad at English. Yep, that is that's uh, question number three on your uh, your <laughs> slash princess homework this week is diagram some sentences. Di- diagram this sentence. Beavers are doing tunnelingus. <laughs> So, um, in what seems like a dream sequence originally, yeah, old uh, Blondie turns into a zombie well, beaver. Blondie climbs on top of Nerd Girl, and Nerd Girl's like, "This was never about Ultra Douchebag, was it? This was about you and me." And I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't feel that way about you. And so Blondie says, "I'm a were beaver." <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then turns into a were-beaver and tries to eat her face. Yeah. After dribbling weird saliva all over it. And she manages to uh, escape. And they... They being douchebaggy and nerd girl hide in another room while uh, Blondie, now were-beaver, does this weird tail slap thing. Yeah, because they apparently the beavers can the where the zombie beavers can summon other zombie beavers by slapping their tail against things, and so like this weird game of whack a beaver starts happening, where the zombie beavers pop up out of the floor, and uh, ultra douchebag hits them with a baseball bat, and nerd girl hits them with a hammer, until one of the zombie beavers gets a hold of the baseball bat and just chews it, like and splinters it. And then, uh, in a moment of brilliance, I will I will uh, give him this a moment of being uh, of quick thinking. Uh, Ultra douchebag looks at it, notices that he basically has a stake now, and just starts jabbing the zombievers in the face with it. <laughs> yeah, which is good. Yeah. And then blonde or uh, nerdy and douchebag run to the bathroom, where they have to get nude to prove they weren't bit, so they can have sex. Yes. And then we cut back to the old, la- old, the old couple's house, where shockingly enough, uh, Buck, Buck, I almost said Duke, Buck has uh, turned into a were beaver as well, and starts going after them, and picks up 
Smythe by like turns him up, is holding him over his head and is gnawing on his face. And so human garbage grabs the rifle, grabs a uh, Smythe's rifle and attempts to shoot Buck and ends up hitting Smythe right in the face with a bullet. Yeah. Right in the eye, right in the eye. And she runs upstairs into the bedroom where, uh, I believe my 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 sentence on the live chat was is old lady beaver is old lady beaver coming? <laughs> yeah. Which is real weird, I have to admit. <laughs> it makes sense in context though. <laughs> it does, but out of context, man does it just sound not okay to say out loud. <laughs> and oddly enough, old lady does rise up out of the bed as a were beaver and attacks uh human garbage so human garbage does the only thing you can do and jumps out the window and falls to the ground and lies there pretty much dead yep so we jump back over to the uh beaver sexy time to beaver sex town where uh old uh blondie were beaver manages to bust through a wall and bite off douche guy's uh dick which kills him yeah, which uh, he totally deserved, and I kind of wish it would have been worse for him. Yeah. Well, he got it right in his Achilles penis, so that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the Greek oh, myth man. works, right? Yeah, yeah, because apparently Achilles' mom grabbed him by the, <laughs> by, dick, by the dick him into the river. <laughs> yeah, it's like a handle, right? <laughs> Maybe I'm misremembering how that Greek myth worked, but I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> oh, and another beaver like chews on some electrical wires and causes a spark which lights itself itself on fire and it runs around, runs straight. I like, it doesn't even run around, it just runs straight for the curtains. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh oh, I'm on fire. Better fucking get them curtains real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and so now the whole cabin's on fire. Uh Ultra Douche has had his dick ripped off by uh Were Beaver Blondie. And this is when uh, Grandpa comes crashing through the side of the cabin with a pickup truck. Not a Grandpa. Oh, no, It's well, stupid garbage. I know, but it just reminded me of the scene from Lost Boys. <laughs> That's the one problem. <laughs> yeah, the problem with Santa Claus is all the fucking weird zombievers. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, they escape the burning house. But then they get to the point in the road, you know, where there's hybrids and dead people and trees everywhere. And then they have to have a uh, a tense scene where they yeah, have where Nerdy pulls a uh, pistol on uh, human garbage and says, "I'm you're all beat up, so obviously you've been bit or scratched by the zombie, so you're gonna turn. So I might as well just shoot you now." And desperately human garbage tries to convince nerd girl that she has not been dead. This was all from the fall that she suffered. And then nerd girl goes, Oh, you know what? I guess I'm aware. Zom- we're beaver. Yeah. Well, it turns <laughs> out. Rawr. <laughs> and then uh human garbage axes her in the head for what feels like 46 consecutive minutes. <laughs> really? It felt that long to you? Yeah. It uh, seemed like forever. A long, a long shot at all. <laughs> And um, so she hobbles off down the road using an axe as a crutch. Human garbage does. And apparently the, she hobbles for like six hours because it is bright fucking daylight the next scene. And then our uh, our pals from the beginning are driving. Yep, and one of them's texting. The driver's texting, and the passenger guy's like, uh, do you see that girl up ahead? And the guy's like, yeah, I totally see her. And he's like, I trust you. <laughs> Which, I'll be honest, is probably my favorite part of this whole movie. And then, of course, they just plow right into human garbage and splatter her. Yep, and that's the movie, except for the outro reel. The outtakes, which are pretty much better than the rest of the movie. And there's a wonderful uh, a wonderful uh, song over the credits, which was obviously written for this movie because it's like zombievers. It's like this like nice, like 
lounge lizard zombie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a real like Frank Sinatra Rat Pack kind of vibe to yeah. it. Yeah, and if they bite you, you'll turn into a, <laughs> a zombiever. Spoilers. <laughs> and then there's a stinger at the end, which is literally a bee. Oh, we at some point we find out the bear turned into a weird beaver as well. So it was a bear beaver. So this bee like is digging around the corpse of the bear beaver and then flies back to what just looks like a swarm of bees on a branch. Like there's no hive or anything. In there. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of bees hanging out. Yeah, it's literally like that's how bees swarm. Because I learned that in my beekeeping class, which we'll get to in a few minutes. And uh, the, so like, yeah, when the queen leaves the nest. When they split the nest, when the, que- the queen leaves, it brings a bunch of bees with her. She just hangs out like on a tree and they all s- swarm around her. That's kind of what this looks like. And so the bee just flies into the swarm, and that was the end. Like, I think they were like, we need a stinger. Uh, bees? Because uh, <laughs> bees have stingers? <laughs> uh, they were zombies, Troy. Uh, oh. Yeah. I guess I'm not that clever. Neither <laughs> was that just, joke. <laughs> I, I just figured they were like, we need a stinger. What has a stinger? Bees! <laughs> no, it, it works on a lot of horrible pun levels. Yeah, apparently my Pundar was not a uh, was not there. My Pundar the Barbarian <laughs> was not working for me to say. Pundar was my favorite Thundercat. <laughs> uh, but that's Zombievers. Yep, and we found out after the credits that John Mayer was the uh, passenger on the uh, hazmat truck. Yeah. Because he was like, no, my acting debut should be something people will see and really resonate with the audience. Uh, Zombievers, please. Where I say things like, oh, Arby's, yeah, like, I gave a handjob, or I got a handjob in Arby's once. Or did I give one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got my penis in a rear naked choke. (laughs) Involving Christmas lights. Which was before Stranger Things, because I would have thought that was a Stranger Things reference if it wasn't filmed before Stranger Things came out. Um, But yeah, that's the movie. So, Chris, what did you think? This movie's not good. It's not terrible. It ranks somewhere in the middle of the uh, Slaughterhouse Princess uh, pantheon of movies. Which isn't really saying a whole lot, <laughs> given some well, of the movies we've seen. Yeah, we've we've done some good stuff. We've done some real bad stuff. This is somewhere in the middle. It's not offensively bad. It's not real good. It's not... I don't think I could recommend it wholeheartedly. If you're super into horror movies and you are got nothing better to do and you're like, huh, I want some background noise while I do literally anything else, maybe... It has some okay moments, some moments that are kind of funny, some moments that are just ridiculous. But overall, I'd say skip this one. You'd be better off just uh, watching the first uh, three minutes or so with the guys in the truck and then going on to something else. Mr. Troy? I just want to point out, Chris said that John Mayer was the best part of this movie. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I honestly, I generally agree. Uh, this movie was not great. I had a lot of fun talking about it and there are like little, little there's, there's not even a thousand points of light, but there are a couple points of light to this movie. Um, but like most of the people, you're kind of just happy when the beavers kill them. Um, Really, I didn't start really enjoying this movie until people started turning it into were beavers. That's kind of where the movie started to hit its stride for me. But as Chris said, uh, as Chris will point out, it's probably about an hour and ten, an hour into the movie. <laughs> yeah, with, give a, or take. with like ten minutes, fifteen minutes left in the movie. Uh, so yeah, probably skip it. I would say if you want to watch a movie like this, watch the first Sharknado. It is better than this. Yeah, there's definitely better, just absurd horror movies out there than this. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not really worth watching either. It gets a resounding, eh. Yeah, and I know from first-hand experience that Brett hates this movie. He thinks it's real bad and was upset that he might have to watch it again. 
Yeah, I think actually that might be why he had had to, he quote unquote, had to work today. Yeah, yeah. So he says. Yeah, he's he's at home right now drinking a beer, going, "Ha ha, those fuckers! I didn't have to watch Zombievers again." <laughs> oh, sorry guys. It turns out I have to go to work. It's unforeseen. Yeah, they sprang it on me. <laughs> sorry, um, I missed this. Yes, but next week we are going to watch. Candyman, solely because as I as uh, I'm getting bees tomorrow, uh, I'm I'm getting a hive of bees tomorrow. So in honor of that, we are going to watch Candyman. <laughs> yep, which is fine by me because I really like Candyman. <laughs> and I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie. I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but I am pretty sure I've never actually seen the whole movie. So I'm excited, and I'm excited to get bees. Because I want honey next year. Fair enough. So, yep, we got Candyman. And uh, where do people turn in their homework, Troy? Uh, well, uh, you can submit your homework to the Facebooks at, and we are Slaughterhouse Princess on Facebook. You can send it to us via email at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You could post it at our Discord server, which could be which can be reached at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com, but our bot will probably yell at you for spamming the Discord channel, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is another joke for a dummy act. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music. Um, Oh, Twitter at Slaughter Prince, which is uh, Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. Uh, we have a subreddit at r slash SHP podcast. And we have, so far, we have one patron on our Patreon. Uh, they did not pledge at the level for a shout out, uh, but I will say that they rhyme with JTP. JTP! And... Uh, they uh, and so you could also uh, become a patron of ours at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, any any money you want to throw our way, we would appreciate. Uh, help us pay for hosting, and maybe we could we could afford to get Brett his own mic one day. <laughs> uh. <laughs> because poor guy, uh, poor guy has to suffer through sharing a mic with Chris, and uh, no one wants to share anything with Chris. That's fair. I mean. I'm me, and I can't argue with that. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard that Chris and his wife have different beds because she doesn't want to share a bed with him. Yeah, we do it up like 1950s style. We got a couple of twin beds. On special occasions, we push them together, and then I'm just sad when they're together. Instead of being sad when they're apart. Yes, and uh, we, and and they leave it to zombievers. You're the straightest of the three of us, Chris. Yep, that's that's why I got my own kid, and you guys don't. <laughs>